Hello everyone, it's Dr. Elsie Blass from elsieblass.com and I would like to welcome you to Soul Dreams, the podcast. It is a beautiful experience to be able to connect with you and show up each and every week with you to do the work that counts, to do the work that makes a difference in your life and to make you feel like you're getting closer to each of your goals. Now, each week I talk about something a little different. You know, it's, I'm talking about, I, I, I tap into the atmosphere. I tap into our community, our soul dreams community. Those are who are going after their dreams, whether it's at a slow pace, a midway fast pace or a fast pace, right? Um, or a little bit of this and a little bit of that. I know with my, my soul dreams, there are seasons where I feel more energized. I feel like I have to make leaps and jump, you know, between within the goal to reach a specific outcome. And then there's other times I just feel more relaxed. I feel like I have to take it easy. Sometimes even my life and the universe definitely positions me to, I would say, take my time with it, go slow. You know, there are times where we want to go fast. We want to make the shifts. I'm just going to move my mic here real quick. I'm sorry about that. Okay, there. <laughs> I was feeling challenged for a second there. Um, and yeah, so we go through seasons, right? Some seasons, we just have to take it easy. I know life sometimes for me will force me to slow down. Like, girl. I know internally in your mind, in your body, you want to go faster, but you got to slow down. You got to take it easy. You have to pause. I even made certain times in my business of not making money or not making enough <laughs> or right. I made those moments mean something to me that didn't really need that kind of meaning. It's like, what meaning are we associating where we are, you know, what, what meaning are we attaching to that circumstance, to that situation? So there were times when God was really, and this happened real recent. This is why I'm, I'm talking about it, I guess. Um, and then we'll talk a little bit about your love life and, and some of the other goals that you have going on with money, right? Cause I love love and money. I think most of the time I'm either talking about you accelerating in some fashion, whether it's through love or through money, right? The evolution of those particular things. And so, but initially more so this more recently for me, it was God saying, Hey, I need you to pause. I need you to take it easy. I need you to heal. I need you to allow yourself to be, you just came out of a season where you were going hard. <laughs> like I was going at it hard and I was making the money and I was pushing the barriers. And then I went through a season where I'm like, okay, I want to pause. I need a little bit of a break. And when you do that, you break momentum sometimes, right? But I want to think that it's not breaking momentum. It's pausing momentum. The moment we feel like we've broken momentum or we are breaking momentum, it's what meaning are we attaching to that? And maybe you are breaking momentum. Maybe you are, um, you know, just there's a, a stop in your life concerning something. That's okay. 
That's okay. Let's not make it mean something bad. Let's not make it mean that you're not good enough. Let's not make it mean that you're not worthy. Let's not make it mean that you're not deserving. Let's just make it mean that this season is for you doing and thinking and participating in growth in another area or maybe in that same area. Maybe it's not that I broke momentum. Maybe it's just that I paused it, right? I had to say that to myself. I'm like, girl, I don't think you broke it because, you know, things are still happening. I think that, um, and you're still involved. You still have the love and the, the, the desire. I don't think that it's the breaking. I think that it's the pausing. I mean, I I went through a surgery. I went through a season where I came out of going gung-ho in my business and like doing the things. And also, um, I have another revenue stream that comes in and just really focusing on that too and showing up and looking at, you know, I'm an entrepreneur at heart. (laughs) So I just had to be like, girl, you just needed a break. There were times where I wasn't showing up on social media and I was like, oh my gosh, I'm definitely going to lose money. I'm going to lose momentum. People are going to forget, you know, um, if that is if that's where my mindset is that it takes social media in order for me to make income, that I'm in the wrong mindset <laughs> for me personally, because then I'm not trusting in God. Then I'm not, I'm trusting in only myself. Now I can trust in myself. I trust the ability that I have a high income skill. I know how to make money. I know how to bring in 18K in, you know, I know how to like, you know, bring in 25K, bring in 14K. Like I know how to bring in money, whether they're on a payment plan or they're paying in full, it doesn't matter, right? Like I know how to generate income. And so I wasn't going to strip myself of that ability to know that I can do something. It was just knowing that I needed to pause and not making it about, oh, if I don't do these things in social media, then I'm not going to make the income that I want to make. Now, granted, I feel like half, that's halfway true. <laughs> Let's be realistic in our day and age, in our day and in our world. The, it really depends how you start your business, right? I started my business on social media. So now it it's to a point, it's dependent on that. But it's also dependent on my relationships. It's also dependent on the people that know who I am, what I'm capable of doing, what I've done for them in the past, and and also just keep showing up and keeping everyone warm in regards to me existing, <laughs> right? <laughs> Gotta exist. So my business can exist because my business is designed from the beginning in that area of, of social scenes, right? I'm just gonna take a sip of this tea. So what I also decided that I have another skill that brings me an income where I don't have to show up on social media. That is so relieving because there are moments when I don't want to be on social media and I just want peace and I just want relaxation and not that social media doesn't bring me peace because it does, but I'm not dependent on that for a source of income as well. So, and, and it's very challenging because you, you have to, when you design your business, you want to design it. And how about this? When you design your life, 
when you design the way income comes in, when you design it from the beginning, then it's dependent on that unless you need to pivot or shift as your business evolves and as the world evolves, right? So there's that aspect of it. But there are there were so many years in my in my whole business, and I've started this since 2005. I've been on this game. I did take a break for like three years and I went into um, fashion design and lingerie and then I stepped back into, I was like, actually, it's easier for me to make money if I just use my words, (laughs) if I just talk instead of worrying about the latest fashion and the creating, um, garments or construction or worrying about talking to this wholesale company that for me was more work I still love it I still get tempted to do something that's related to women's garments but and and I have been playing recently with like sports bras I'm like oh maybe I should come out with a sports bra line like I love you know little tops and and I, I and I'm like hey 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 bring it back in I don't want you wasting energy and time you can do that but it's not right now so there are certain soul dreams that i might have or you might have but it's really a not right now soul dream it's a future soul dream because i have to get this other soul dream completed first or get to a certain place where that soul dream can support the next soul dream i hope that makes sense (laughs) okay so let's uh Let's do some journaling prompts, but I do want to share with you about the love life part. Okay. So we, we kind of talked about soul dreams when you think about money and business and what that looks like and not making certain things mean something, just knowing that you needed a freaking break, right? Like, well, what's going on with that? (laughs) This tea is so delicious. It says breathe. Oh no, never mind. It says breath is the voice of your soul. Ooh, okay. You know how the tea bags have a little thing on them that um, leaves you gives you a quote. So this one says, "Breath is the voice of your soul." Let's take a nice deep breath in right now. I want you to bring your shoulders up to your sides of your neck, rotate them backward, nice and slowly, feeling the muscle tissue allowing them to go down, down, down by your sides. Take again your shoulders, raise them up by the sides of your neck. Rotate them nice and slowly backward and down, down, down. Come back to your center, nice deep breath in. If you didn't get that deep breath, go ahead and go for it another time. (laughs) It happens, it's okay, right? Deep breath in. And exhale. So good, so good, so good. My love, I wanna tell you that the same principle of making something mean something that it doesn't have to mean is something that we translate and transfer over to love and relationships. Just because someone treats you bad, just because you've attracted things in the past or current, doesn't mean that you're not worthy. It doesn't mean that you're not deserving. Don't make it mean something it doesn't have to mean. Let's make it mean something else. Let's make it mean that 
Oh, I get it. I just need boundaries in place where I don't accept or tolerate something even though I absolutely love this person. Even though I absolutely love attention or affection or quality time. Even though I love, love, love these things and they come as a result of me showing up, I won't show up if what I'm receiving is not making me feel vibrant and alive in my own body and in my own mind and in my own heart and in my own being and soul, right? Let's make it mean that you just have to show up differently with new behaviors. Like, oh, okay, that makes so much sense. It's not that I'm not worthy or deserving. It's just that I haven't said no to things that I don't want to accept. And that's okay. I just learned something new about myself that I just need to say no even though I want to say yes. Because saying no shows the other person that this is not going to be accepted or tolerated. And this is also going to show me that I am now choosing something of a higher caliber of vibration of interaction. This, this situation is just showing me that I'm going to choose a higher caliber of behaviors and thought processes and experiences that feel so much better to me. That's all that means. It's just showing me where I'm no longer residing on the playing field. I no longer play on this playing field because it's too low for me. See, when we make it mean that we have identified that we are now escalating and we are now elevating into another frequency instead of making it mean that we are in a lower frequency and that's the plane that we play on and that's what we deserve or that's what we accept and that's what we're always going to have no no the identification of what has transpired just truly means that you've now raised the bar that's all that is See, when we make something mean something that it doesn't have to mean, we strip ourselves of our power and our next smart moves. But when we make it mean something that is aligned with the elevation of our own soul, then we open and expand ourselves to be able to receive and walk into our future soul dreams. Because our future soul dreams is aligned to a version of ourself that is of a higher frequency and caliber of evolution of self. So if we truly want to go into following through with our soul dream, then we just elevate our own soul. That's all. But oftentimes... We stay stuck, we stay small, we stay in this position because we've been there so long, because it's comfortable, because we know how to survive here. What about if we stepped out of survival mode and stepped into, hmm, what can we step into other than survival? How about prosperity? How about peace? How about success? We are no longer stepping into survival or working through a, a behavior survival frequency but now we are in peace and prosperity frequency and i like to ask myself what i'm thinking what i'm about to do what i'm about to say what am i going to allow is that of a prosperous experience a peaceful experience or is that me 
surviving again. Hmm. Right? Because I no longer want to survive in this world. I want to thrive. Right? So in what fashion, what behaviors can I exude? Can I offer myself that's going to allow me to step into thriving rather than surviving? What mindset can position me to thrive? I'm great at survival. I've mastered it. I've done it for over 40 years. How old am I? 41. Okay, I was still surviving. You know what it was? Let me tell you this. I was still surviving up until a few weeks ago in certain areas of my life that I had not even identified. I was still in survival mode. And it's like, girl, wow right because we can be thriving in one area and in survival in another and it's like i had to hold space for myself i was like i'm you know what i'm sorry about that thank you so much for bringing this to my attention because you know how i am the moment you show me something i'm ready to like conquer it get over it heal it move it shift it pivot it. like what is it show me and i'm available and there are times when i even ask god i'm like i'm available for change and upgrades i'm available for recoding what area would you like for me to work on what area will bring me closer to my soul dream how what you know where is it show me (laughs) then you wait a couple days right and then you start getting antsy or not in a bad way but you start getting like excited and you start getting like this craving to do research on a specific topic and learn something about yourself and grow right you start getting like if that ever happened to you or is it just me (laughs) Mm. my behavior junkies out there (laughs) my behavior change junkies out there know what i'm talking about right so okay now out of all of the growth and the evolution in the last i would say oh my gosh since i was 19 i've been about behavior change in different areas i haven't always been perfect i have evolved in so many ways but i was i started my first change at 19 when I said to myself, I bought, I bought, I purchased my first book at 19, um, Battlefield of the Mind, and I really wanted to conquer my mind. I really wanted to work it through. I was like, I need, I need to change. So it ha- it started all the way from back then. That was my very first book. Purchased it myself. I look back now and I'm like proud. I'm like, oh my gosh, I actually was like, like who? Not what 19 year old is interested in doing that? You know, that's very strange, <laughs> right? What year? That was the year 2001 when 9/11 happened. It was. A li- it was like I'd say eight, six to eight months after 9-11 happened that, that no way I can tell you right now September so October November December January February around January ish can I say that December it was December because in January that's when I I met my uh, children's father and um, I was already evolving and changing before I even met him I was already on the path of like self-evolution and wanting to be different and being tired from the life that I I came out I came out from. <laughs> I was tired. That little short life that I, re- I had at the moment. I I had done a lot of things in my life that I definitely had to forgive myself for. So, um Okay. So recently after reviewing my life changes, I want to I want to share this with you. I started to write down what I'm really good at, right? 
I'm great at healing steps. Uh, I love giving out steps to healing. Um, you you give me a problem, and I'm like, okay, this is step one, step two, step. Let's do it together, and and then you see the results for yourself. That's I'm like. It's perfection, right? I am like the go-to person for this. Um, and and that's why I'm, yeah, anyway, I can keep going with that. A second thing I'm really, really good at is creating holistic healing modalities. That's like my specialty, right? I, I To say dibble and dabble would be an understatement. I submerse myself into Eastern and Western medicine to conduct behavior change. I specialize in psychology, well, I would say psychology methodology, definitely my specialty, the science behind it, and also self-modification and mental and emotional stability tools. If I look at my life from the very beginning of my birth, right? I can't go back that far. I can't remember, (laughs) right? I think I can go back. I saw, I remember a clip from when I was two years old, being in North Carolina in a bathtub with my mom and some kind of red lighting, red light took place. Uh, We were on a military base in North Carolina. And then that's like the only clip I remember at two. And then I remember kind of a little bit from when I was five and, you know, more memory starts to come as a result of that. But But when I look back from the very beginning of even me being in third grade and saying I I was cursing a lot and uh, because I grew up with people that were cursing. So I just, when I was at school, I was saying a few choice words and I started to build a relationship with God and I started to feel bad about the cursing. I don't know why. I don't know. I just, I was like, man, I curse a lot, you know? Um, And, and I don't want to be the girl that curses. I don't know. It was like this thing. So I kept trying to control myself. And I would say to my, I would count, okay, like, okay, that was the third time I said that word, you know, uh, the fourth time I said a curse word today. And I I started counting. I was just becoming aware of my behavior and I wanted to modify it so badly. And I kept, I kept going and going and every day I would, you know, and I would get mad to that myself sometimes. Right. And I, I hope I wish now that I didn't, but I would get mad and I'd be like, oh, when are you going to stop? When are you going to change? When are you going to stop doing this? And, but I I didn't give up and I kept going and going and going until one day I didn't curse anymore. It just wasn't a part of my vocabulary. This is me at nine years old, by the way. Okay. Nine-year-old kid trying to (laughs) self-modify, right? If you think about your life, you're like, okay, I could see when I was trying to change myself when I was a kid, you know, I really wanted to be different. So we have the ability, we have the capability. Anyway, again, going back and looking at my life and looking at the ways and times when I wanted to modify myself, I realized this. I want to offer you for, I want to start in mid-October and bring ourselves into November possibly enter into December with this, but it's a six to eight week. I don't know if we're going to go the eight weeks. I think we will. We're going to go six weeks of love life and relationship energy reset. And I'm calling this entitling this uh, clarity consulting because I want to consult. Now I am going to keep a coach and teach, right? We we already know that comes with the game plan when you work with me, right? Um, but I want to consult you on your love life and your self-love and elevate the level of worthiness and deserving 
that you feel or have so that you can align yourself with your soul dream. Because that is a lot, a lot of the time that's the hindrance. Even if your soul dream is to be wealthy in your business or be wealthy in finances, let me tell you, if you don't know this already, if you if your love life has issues, it will show up in your business. Okay, maybe not for everyone. I am one of those people where it used to be a thing and it can really hinder my flow, right? <laughs> like, so I, ha- I always have to keep my love life clean or as clean as possible. Or like, even if let's say my love life is not okay, if I have to like get you know, shift positions, shift cities, like whatever I got to do, because it always fucks up my flow. Excuse my language, right? Talking about not using few choice words. I don't curse very often, but here, here we are. So when you know that about yourself, then you got to keep things clean. You got to make sure that who you surround yourself with, even friendships, right? We're talking about friendships. We're talking about work, environment. We're talking about all these things like keeping it clean and flowing with positive energy so that your business can continue to thrive and be successful or your other soul dreams that you have in position because your relationships can really F up your self-esteem, can really F up your worthiness and your quality of life, right? We know that. We know that. And that can also leak out again into your money flow and your cash flow. So it's always good to keep that clean, right? Because then there's times where you're like, I can't even show up at work. I had a bad night, you know, a drama and let's clean the drama and position the abundance. So it's called Clarity Consulting. It's your love life and self-love energy and recoding reset. Okay. That's what we're going to be working on for six to eight weeks. The first six weeks we're going to go in I would say the last two weeks, we'll just do some post follow-up sessions. Okay. You have, so you'll get some additional post follow-up sessions to really help you ground the material, putting, continuing to put it into practice and making sure that you feel good as we close in that eighth week. Okay. And of course, in that eight, eighth week, if you feel like, you know, oh, like I can really use, I can really go deeper in this. I can really, you know take it to a deeper level and maybe apply it to another topic or the same topic and just go deeper. That's cool. We'll talk about that at that time. If you feel like after the six to eight weeks, you're like, wow, that was so good. I feel so refreshed. I feel recoded. Like I'm, I feel complete. Thank you so much. Like I'm good. Then good. Go, go for it. And you have questions in the future. You just email me, right? Or call me like, but hey, we can jump on a call. No big deal. I I love to do things with ease and flow and just chill, right? Let's just chill. (laughs) Let's take it easy. Let's not make it mean something, right? It's, It's that kind of life I'm trying to live right now. Okay. So some of the things that I will love, love, love to get into is healing, energy clearing, love life reset, goals and planning, self-love activation and recoding. I already recorded it. It's amazing. It has literally upgraded me, recoded and changed my life. People are swearing by it. It is so delicious. You don't want to miss it. It's a part of it. You get it as a bonus. And I want you to start listening to it from day one. Listen to it every single day. 
After about four days, you're going to be like, do I have to listen to it again? I don't know. I need a break. Take your break. Day six and seven, you're like, I think I could still, I think I feel so good. Like it really just did something to me in four days. I'm going to wait on the eighth day, ninth day. And then you're like, okay, I think I'm going to listen to it once, once again and see how I feel. So you don't have to listen. You, I recommend listening to it every day for 21 days. Do you have to do that? No. Will it help accelerate? Absolutely. Could it possibly annoy you? For some people. Like for me, I can listen to something over and over and over again. And then I just need a break. I just need to let it sub submit itself into my being, my DNA. And then go back and listen to it again and recode again. So you, if there's no right or wrong. It's just about what makes sense for you. Um, another thing is evolving toxic ties. We're going to definitely clean those up, regain personal power. We're going to help you regain your personal power and really, again, in your relationship, DNA and your self-love, we are going to reset and recode. And, um, yeah, I'm really excited to offer this. I, it's limited. It's not, I don't know, you know, I don't know if I'm going to take up to 20 people. Like it, let's say I did see 20 people then I'm going to reach out to all of you and be like, Hey, do you want to jump on a group call and have one-on-ones? Because that then maybe that's what we'll do if there's so many, um, because it is on the lower end offer spectrum financially. So, um, I will end up grouping depending on how many people want to join and then asking you if you want to group or if you want to be solo. So, uh, we'll figure that out as well. All right. So I'm going to drop the link and offer that to you. I really hope that this episode really one upgraded you and gave you some awareness is another and also got you excited about what's possible for you in reaching your soul dreams and some of the steps. Like I want you to literally write down two to three takeaways that you received from this episode. And now please, would you share them with me? Like that would be so amazing if I received an email from you or um, a message um, and you shared what your takeaway was for this particular episode. And I would definitely, every, anytime you reference an episode um, in the email, it's support at lcblast.com. When you reference, please um, place the, uh, the title in the subject line. That would be great. Okay. I will leave you with that. Go ahead and click on the offer, get involved, get started. It's only six weeks. You don't even have to do the full eight weeks, but you know, I recommend it. So, um, it's up to you and I can't wait to get started. Sending you all so much love and light and everything, right? I'm Dr. Elsie Blass from elsieblass.com and I will talk to you in our next episode. Take care.